want the full report on what happened at those gorgeous weddings you see online, welcome to the Wedding Reporter Podcast. I'm your host, Alyssa DeChico, owner and editor of NashvilleBrideGuide.com, and I'm serving up eyewitness accounts by interviewing couples all about their fabulous wedding days. Plus, I'm breaking down the latest wedding trends, offering engaged couples advice, and introducing you to some of the most amazing vendors in the biz. So whether you're engaged, just married, a wedding pro, or simply a hopeless romantic, let's chat about the latest headlines making their way into the wedding world. All right, welcome to the Wedding Reporter Podcast. I have a wedding report for you today. I'm interviewing Jen Watson, previously Guardino, and she is 36 and originally from the Bay Area in California. She has two beautiful little girls and currently going to school to become a licensed drug and alcohol counselor. And we're getting all the scoop today on her wedding. She and her husband, pro hockey player Austin Watson, got married at Mint Springs Farm here in Nashville this past summer. And they have an amazing story to tell. And I seriously cannot wait for you guys to hear it. So welcome, Jen. Thank you for having me. Thanks for the introduction, too. (laughs) Yeah, of course. I'm so happy to have you. I saw your wedding on Wedding Chicks, and it looked so gorgeous. And I just cannot wait to hear all about your day and about your relationship. So let's go ahead and get started. I just want to know, like, how did you guys meet? And tell us more about your story together. (laughs) It's all... (laughs) When someone asks me how I how we met, I kind of have to like read the room first to see who my audience is. <laughs> right. Um, yeah. He would get mad at me for saying that because he's like, it's our story. Just be honest. Yeah. Totally. And I actually met in treatment. We're both in recovery, mm-hmm. as um, I'm sure you gathered from my introduction. Um, but yeah. yeah, we met six years ago in rehab, and I definitely don't advise people to like go to rehab looking for your husband, but it worked for us. Yeah. Wow. That's amazing. Yeah. That's an amazing story. We met there and started off as friends, um, Mm -hmm. had no intention on, you know, getting together. But I think in treatment, you, you're like incapable of not bearing it all and showing your real self and who you are. So like, it was kind of nice. It was almost like speed dating, like on crack. <laughs> yeah, totally. I know that is, I mean, I'm sure you get very vulnerable in that setting. And so you do get to know people very well. And you who do. They are, so great. So with that, we built this super great foundation and a friendship. And then we just realized that, you know what, this could be more. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's awesome. So was this in Nashville at the time? No. So it was in okay. California, in Malibu. Gotcha. Um, okay. Yeah. Yeah, six years ago. It was like those bougie treatment centers that only had six people. So we we were fortunate enough to get, you know, close and build real relationships there. Wow. So only six people. So yeah, you guys definitely had a lot of time together. We did. Um, Yeah. Yeah. So I know you guys have kind of like traveled different cities. Could you maybe give us like a timeline? Because when we first started this interview, I was like, oh, you're on Nashville time. And then you're like, no, I'm on Florida time. And I was like, oh, yeah, you guys live in Florida now. So (laughs) (laughs) 
So we, take us maybe from like Cal- how you came from California to Nashville to Malibu, and maybe there was an Ottawa in there at some point. So yes, <laughs> as you said, he plays professional hockey, and mm-hmm. we have been all over. So we met. Yeah. California. And he at that time had already been drafted from the Preds. So he was living in Nashville. I was living in California. So, you know, fast forward about six months after treatment, I went and saw him in Nashville. And that's when we agreed, like, let's, you know, start a real relationship. I moved to Nashville the following summer. And then we stayed in Nashville for about for about two and a half years. And then he got traded to Ottawa right in the gotcha. nick of COVID. It was not an easy transition to say the least. Yeah. Uh, so then we were in Ottawa for three years and then okay. now we're in Tampa. Nice. Yeah. we. I love Tampa. I, it's honestly, it's uh, anything from Ottawa is probably better. <laughs> to be honest. Okay. Tampa is amazing. I love the city. And we still have our house in Nashville because that's where we spend the off season. Oh, nice. Yeah. yeah. That's so great. Yeah. And you guys just got married here in the summer. So were you already in Tampa at that point? No, we weren't. We had no oh, idea. Okay. It was a very stressful summer. We didn't find out he was going to be in Tampa until like three days before his season started. Oh my gosh. Wow. Oh, that's a quick move. And then you're like, oh, I got to find a place to live. And yeah. Two little kids. Like it's, it's, <gasps> yeah. Yeah. I mean, I love it. We live a blessed life. I'm grateful, but it's a lot mm-hmm. of work. Oh yeah, for yeah. sure. I get that. Well, my family and I are big hockey fans. I grew up figure skating. I figure skated for nine years. So I always shared rinks with hockey players and I'm from Chicago, and so lots of love and appreciation for the sport here. You know, it's so funny. I always tell Austin and, like, his teammates, I'm like, y'all need to, like, marry figure skaters because, like, (laughs) you know, me, you should see me on the ice. I should have a helmet on. It's (laughs) deep. I cannot save my life. Oh, yeah. It's It's so fun, but it takes a while to get the hang of it for sure. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. And then holding a stick is like a whole nother story. Right. I know. And then to do everything that they do, trying to maneuver the puck and everything is like, yeah, yeah. Yeah, wearing all that gear too. Like being a figure skater, I'm like, how do I, how do they do all that wearing all that heavy stuff? Yeah. (laughs) So, but anyways, we can move on. So let's fast forward to your proposal. So where did it happen? How did you feel? What was it like saying yes? So it happened in Ottawa. Um, It was, you know, we have two kids and obviously, (laughs) I don't know. I think he knew I wanted to get married and he, you know, the pressure was on to say the least. Like I was like 36, we have two babies. Um, What are you doing? So (laughs) he knew. and. You know, I was definitely surprised with when it happened, but I kind of knew it was going to come soon. So mm-hmm. he to a restaurant in Ottawa. It was super in- intimate, just us in this private room. And poor thing, for someone that's like on national television in front of so many people at all times, he was so nervous. 
Like oh, I, can't, I love that. Like he could barely get through the appetizer before he was like, okay, I, I got to oh. do this. <laughs> oh. I was sitting there and all he did was got down on one knee and all he said was, I spoke to your dad this morning and I like lost it just because oh. my dad is, you know, the first man I ever loved and yeah. my hero. So to hear him keep it old fashioned and respectful and know that he called my dad that day was just beautiful. So I remember just getting down and like wrapping my arms around around him and just hugging him. And we both cried. And, Uh you know, he, I, I think, you know, and from day one, I want to spend my life with you. You're the mother of my children. He said my full name for a long time. I didn't even know he knew my middle name (laughs) and was just like, marry me. And I said, yes. And it was, it was perfect. It was not over the, just us. I, I loved it. Yeah. Oh my gosh. That sounds like such a dream and like so special just for the two of you to mm-hmm. and to just have that moment. It was so and to spe- base the rest of your married life off of it. I think that's awesome. Yeah. And it was also really cool knowing that I was going to get to go home and tell my five-year-old mommy and daddy are getting married. Because <sighs> she, they don't really know. They just know that we love mm-hmm. each other and we're together. But I got to explain to her like, you get to be in my wedding. We're going to get married. Yeah. It was perfect. Oh, that's so sweet. And to like have that dynamic with having children and to like have them actually be in your wedding and to experience it, I think is just so such a cool memory and memento for them to carry with them for the rest of their lives. I think that's so awesome. It really is. I think there's I think there's benefits to waiting till after you get married to have kids, but I also think it's phenomenal having them at your big day, you know, and letting them get to mm-hmm. witness the love and the promise that you make to one another. Oh yeah, for sure. That's so cool. Yeah. So after you got engaged, I'm sure you started jumping in and having two wedding plans. So tell me what was that process like? How long were you guys engaged from the time, you know, he proposed to your wedding and what was it like choosing your vendors and your venue? So, um, we got engaged in September of 22 and we Mm -hmm. got married in August. So almost a full year of being engaged. Okay. And I was planning from Ottawa. So it was, it was kind of a lot being that far away, but I also knew in my mind, I wanted mint Springs like since we, um, have you've been there? I assume. Yes, I've been there and it's so beautiful. It's, I think I wrote in wrote a note saying that like when you drive in, you just instantly feel calm and at peace yes. and it's so serene and so beautiful. And for someone that's constantly like stressed out and on the go, that was really important for me. <laughs> I needed yeah, somewhere sure. to edge off and just clear nerves. Oh yeah. So, um, I picked that place, not even knowing that they were an all-inclusive vibe. Um, And that was like a bonus because it makes a bride's life so much easier having everything there on hand. Mm -hmm. Um, Not to mention Kelly and Bex, the owners, are, I mean, top tier. They make- Oh, they are. They make things so smooth. They're so sweet. And just, I don't know, you feel like a family almost right away. Um, Oh, yeah. So it was honestly, I didn't even have a planner. I just used Kelly. And it mm-hmm. was, and they also have planners like on staff, but I just had her mm-hmm. and it was, nothing went wrong. It was amazing. Mm-hmm. That's awesome. Yeah, yeah. I know those girls and they have so many years in the wedding industry and Bex just with 
cater growing up in catering. So yeah, yeah. our food and, is oh, I know. chef's kiss. Yeah, so I know. Good. Tea catering so amazing. I love their food. So Literally. good. I'm so glad to hear that it was like so smooth for you. And I think that is a big perk of having an all-inclusive venue is like pretty much everything is right there. Mm -hmm. You really only have to hire a few vendors outside of what they are already providing. And then it's like, boom, done. Wedding planning. Now I can just go and get married. (laughs) Stress-free. That's like what I needed. I know a lot of brides are very, very type A that have to have their hands in like a lot of things. I'm the opposite. I'm like, yeah, here's my color palette. (laughs) (laughs) Have fun. I'm very like, and I mean, it turned out perfect. Oh, yeah. That's so great to hear. Mm -hmm. So speaking of color palette, what was the style of your wedding? And what was your where did you draw your inspiration from? And what did you want it to feel like? Um, so it was black, white, um, with, um, silver, um, like, um, I definitely wanted it to feel very, well, when you walk into Mint Springs, it's kind of a dark setting, which I love. I like dark, but then the chandelier really brings in some elegance with the draping. So it's one of those spaces Mm -hmm. where you don't even need to add a lot. It just speaks for itself. So Mm -hmm. I wanted very minimal um, black, white flowers. Um, I had some black chandeliers added, and then I really was adamant about a black and white checkered dance floor. (gasps) I feel in that space, it just added just a pop. Um, Mm -hmm. So yeah, just like elegant, dark and moody. It was Mm -hmm. was beautiful. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I love a classic black and white wedding. I think it just like classes the whole event up and just like makes it feel a little more like schnazzy and like it should. It's your wedding day. Totally. Did you have guests like what was attire like as far as your guests go? Did you have them wear like black tie or was it like more cocktail or? It it was black tie. I originally, I even had it on my invitation where I wanted all the guests to wear all black. Like yeah. But I, I have a lot of like older relatives from New York and like, they were very much like, oh, I don't have it. I'm not going to a funeral, you know, old school. So I was like, <laughs> yeah, we'll just do black tie. That's fine. Um, yeah. But yeah. It was still perfect. Oh yeah. That's really cool. Yeah. I love that. I have seen that as a trend lately where um, couples are asking everyone to wear black or a certain color. And I think that's really cool because it just kind of adds to almost the decor and like feel of your wedding. If like, totally, you know, all the guests are kind of uniform and all the bridesmaids and groomsmen are uniform. And then it's like, can really put the spotlight too, I think on the bride and groom because it is your day and it's about you guys. So totally. Um, and my yeah. only, which I'm glad I didn't is my bride's weights were in black. So I did kind yes. of like, they still stood out that mm-hmm. everyone was black. So it all worked out perfectly. That is so true. Yeah. Oh, that's awesome. So speaking of attire, I hear that you had some amazing dress changes throughout the day. So tell me more about each one of your dresses. So it's so funny. Okay, so I did. I had three. Um, (gasps) So two wedding dresses and then one like little party dress. But yeah, I originally picked 
my second dress, which was by Cala Blanche, super fitted, beautiful beading. I mean, I put this on and it was definitely that moment of like, I never want to take this off. Yeah. Um, and I was like, it's done, blah, blah, blah. And this was a long, this was like almost a year before my wedding. And then yeah, my mom wow. and she's like, I want to see it on you. So I was like, okay, okay. So we go in, she walks by this dress and she's like, oh my gosh, just try this on. I love it. I'm like, it's not <laughs> me at all, like at all. Yeah. I don't even want to try it on. She goes, please, for some reason, I just, I have this feeling. So I go and try it on and it's beautiful. Like it's your typical bridal ball gown, um, beaded, very princess vibe, which is not me at all. Like I have tattoos. I was like, I'm not a ball gown type girl. Yeah, totally. Yeah. But my mom cried and so did everyone else in the room. And they just like, you look so beautiful. And you know, in my mind, I was like, okay, I'm. when else am I ever going to wear a ball gown? I definitely want to look like a bride. So I think I'll use this as my entrance walking down the aisle dress. Yeah. So that's what I did. Um, and it was, it was beautiful. I, I took some of my photos and I walked down the aisle and then honestly, I couldn't wait to put on my second dress. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It was so beautiful. And I oh. I added an overskirt to it, which I think just like made the dress. Yeah. Um, and then so I had that on for like the reception, a few photos, all the speeches, our first dance. And then when the dancing started, I put on this like $100 dress from Akira. It was short, black, and all feathers. Oh, and my it, gosh. It was like a flapper vibe and I just oh it was so much fun and then I put my hair back in a ponytail and it was just like I could be myself (laughs) oh my gosh it was so cute I saw the photos and each one of your dresses like they were all so different but they totally all still seemed to fit into your theme and like what you were going for and I think it was a cool vibe of just like the progression of the day too it's like ceremony more elegant like princessy like that was your princess moment and then it's like you wanted to like still have this like sleek, you know, dress going on for the reception part. And then, and I love the overskirt too. That was like such a great choice on your part. It looked so gorgeous. Yeah, um, so it, like in the picture of the model, it came with these um, sleeves that you put on that were kind of poofy. Oh, they were yeah. beautiful sheer, but I, I like my arms, so I didn't want to cover them. So I was like, let's do the same mm-hmm. material as the sleeves, but as an overskirt. And I mean, it was, it almost looked like it came with it. It was beautiful and it was removable too. Wow. So it was almost oh, like cool. I had two dresses in one. Yeah. Oh my yeah. gosh. Such a great choice. Thank and you. then, yeah, the, the black feather dress was just like the perfect like cherry on top I feel like for like end of the night like fun dancing dress like you want to go dancing in that dress (laughs) (laughs) oh that's awesome so let's move on and talk about some of the special moments from your wedding day Mm -hmm. so man so many um I think for me the best I think there's two our vows was definitely number one. And then my father's speech was number two. Yeah. Um, you know, my husband, it's, it's so funny. I always say that he's like quiet, reserved, blah, blah, blah. But people that know him are like, I don't know who you're talking about. He's this very loud. <laughs> and that's how he is in the locker room. But with me, he's more yeah. like, you know, it, he just keeps to himself more. <laughs> so yeah. 
when I told him we're writing our own vows, I was so excited just because that's how he expresses how he feels about me, you know, writing it down. Mm -hmm. So it was so magical and so beautiful. And it was interesting because him and I both kind of said the same things, which just shows like we're very like in tune with one another. Um, it was, it was magical. I loved it. And then my father's speech, um, was really moving also just because for people that know me know that I've struggled with addiction most of my adult life. And Mm -hmm. I think for a long time, my parents didn't think I was going to make it much less get married. So hearing my father say, you know, I'm so proud of you, how far you've come. Oh my gosh, this day, just, I don't know. It's what I've the reasons I stay sober are moments like that. Mm-hmm. And I, it was just so special. That's so amazing. Yeah. Yeah. And I feel like that kind of ties into, I did read, um, about your first dance song and how yeah. that kind of tied into your story as well. Yeah. Tennessee whiskey. It, mm-hmm. it was fitting on so many levels, like Tennessee, obviously we're in Nashville, but also how he talks about, you know, comparing the love that he has for her to how he feels when he drinks. And it's, Mm -hmm. I don't know, it's, it's very similar to us that we just replaced alcohol with love and self-improvement. Yeah. That's so awesome. That's like so meaningful and special for you guys. And I think it's so important to sprinkle those moments into your wedding day because yes, there's like the general timeline and general things you can go by for a wedding, but like those are the things that make it meaningful is by putting more of yourself into that day. So I completely agree. I think there's so mm-hmm. many times I've been to weddings, which weddings are great, but it's your typical like bride and groom get married. They have their first dance. Mm-hmm. We all dance, get drunk and that's it. But ours, like I know people left our wedding feeling so moved and yeah. like they were witnessing like a true miracle. And totally. that to me surpasses any type of like drunken dance or whatever. Right. Right. That's what they should, you know, be all about. So I know that Mm -hmm. everyone left there not only having a good time, but feeling truly touched by the love that they felt in the room. Yeah, for sure. I love that that was like your goal for the whole day and you totally made it happen. Uh, Were there any moments that you guys had to improvise or go a little bit off script to what to- was planned already? <laughs> oh, you don't know. I was honestly worried about the heat in Nashville just because it was kind of a indoor outdoor, but it it was perfect. The cocktail hour got to be moved slightly sooner, so they got to go in. Um, I do know or remember that towards the end of the night, him and I were so like exhausted and depleted that we had to go upstairs into the groom suite and just sit in silence <laughs> together. Yes. Um, but- <laughs> A bunch of people were like, where are the bride and groom? And my maid of honor, <laughs> they just need a minute. Um, yes. Because, you know, him and I are, we're sober. And we, at some point being around so many drunk people, you're like, okay, I got to go. Like, I'm done. Yes. I'm yeah. And you're so on on your wedding day that I was just so exhausted. So mm-hmm. other than that, I it was perfect. There was no yeah. nothing went wrong. That's awesome. That's yeah. so great to hear. Because mm-hmm. I feel like, you know there usually are a few wrenches thrown in and it's like, you just got to roll with it and it's your day and just, you know, keep it going. But that's so great to hear that it was very minimal on your wedding day. <laughs> yes. It, it, super minimal. 
And that's yeah. sex. They make it like you don't even have to oh, worry yeah. about that day. Totally. And that is a huge piece of advice. And I think benefit is to having those planners in place and having professional wedding vendors who can handle it for you because you don't want all of those tasks to fall on you as the bride. If like, oh, your cake didn't show up and then who's responsible? Like you're not going to be in your wedding dress on your wedding day calling your cake baker. It's like, that's what professional wedding vendors are for is to like figure out all that behind the scenes stuff for you. Yes, I fully agree. They're worth every penny if you can get them. Mm-hmm. Yeah, for sure. And then what advice would you give somebody who is planning their wedding now? Uh, man. I <laughs> this is so tough because yeah. I I had such a magical day. It was everything I could have dreamed of, but I will say yeah. I see the desire for going and having small, intimate destination weddings. Um, mm. Just, you know, I I think it's less work and it's you get to really focus on everyone there. Um, I feel like there's some people I didn't even get to see my day. Um, I would honestly say be very, very selfish, like in a way of like <laughs> think yeah. about you and your groom and what you guys want, not about anybody else. Um, mm-hmm. I think people will, if they want to come, they're going to come. If they don't, they don't. And this is what's happening. Take it or leave it. I think a lot of the times brides are so focused on, oh my God, will people like this? Will they have fun? Oh gosh, will Aunt Barb come all the way from, you know, across the world? Don't worry about that. <laughs> like, mm-hmm. Yeah. And make it about you. It's your day. Mm-hmm. Man, and, yeah. That's such great advice. because. Yeah. It does. That is when it gets stressful is when everybody else's opinions are put on you about your day. And, mm-hmm. you know, you can't always control other family or friends emotions that are going on and, you know, all the logistics that go into it. It's like you do have to just kind of separate that and make it about you guys. And it's like, if you want to be a part of this, great. If not, that's fine, too. But like, you're welcome or you're not welcome. And it's yeah, like, I, this is your day. <laughs> it is. It's your one day to just be all mm-hmm. about you and to be selfish. And like my brother just got engaged recently and I'm his fiance. I'm very close to. And I told her straight up, I was like, stop worrying about everybody else. It's like, this yeah. is for you, my brother. Like, mm-hmm. don't. And I mean, I think a lot of the times people get their backups if they're not invited or this and that. And I mean, again, right. you can't think about that. Mm hmm. Yep, for sure. Great, great advice. And then that pretty much concludes our episode. Do you have any final thoughts or anything else that you would like to share about your wedding or about you guys? Mm. No, I think I think we covered it. This was so fun. I'm sorry. Awesome. My- He's playing in Canada right now. <laughs> I'm sure. Yeah, it's winter right now. So it's like you're doing solo mom life and while he's doing his job. So I understand to an extent because my husband works in the music industry and he's on a Christmas tour right now. So I'm solo momming as well. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) 
Well, well thank, thank you so much, Jen. This was so awesome. And I love your wedding. And thank you for sharing all the fun details with us on the Wedding Reporter podcast. And we just wish you guys the happiest life and happiest marriage with your two sweet girlies. And thank you so much. Thank you. You have a great day. And thanks for having me. Have a me. good one. Bye. Yeah, bye. Thanks for tuning in to the Wedding Reporter Podcast. I hope you learned a little bit and had fun today. To find more resources and podcast episodes, visit nashvillebrideguide.com for more information. And as always, click the subscribe button and leave us a review. Until next time, I'm Alyssa DeChico, signing off.